Hey everybody, it's Chris here. Uh, we want to give you a heads up. This week's monster, the Goat Man, is a rapist. Uh, we do understand that listening to a show where we talk about a monster committing rape might not be up everybody's alley. And so if you feel like you got to skip this one, we totally understand and we hope you tune in next time. Monsters Spooky Time Fright Hour, your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We are your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Sybil Shibble. And I'm Ethan Sareski. And please plug your ears. Watch out for your ears. Watch out for your ears, okay? And this week, we got a great episode lined up for you. We're going to be talking about the goat man that's correct and as always on uncle spooky's fright time fun hour uh (laughs) some such combination one of us has done exhaustive research on a cryptid or ghoul and uh that would be me and one of us knows nothing whatsoever and that would be dibble that's the role i was born to play (laughs) but i'm excited to learn about goat man because i mean this one is completely fresh to me like a lot of the ones that you've presented before, I've had some vague familiarity of, you know. But Goatman, I'm coming in a tabula rasa. Oh, excellent. So let me tell you what I imagine Goatman is. Please do. Tell me, tell me what comes to mind when, when uh, you see the Goatman in your mind's eye. Well, I think whenever you have like an animal man, it's gonna, you're going to go for something close to a 50-50 split. Unless, like, a wolf man is pretty much a bipedal wolf. Eh, but uh, let's assume we're going to go for a 50-50. And so there are co- it's not going to be left-right. He's not going to be left-side goat, right-side man. I see. Th- that would be horrible. <laughs> and I don't think he's going to be top man, bottom goat, because that's just a satyr. So I'm going to guess he's top goat, bottom man, uh... And I think, I, you know, I'm going to take a risk here. I'm going to think he has hooves for hands. What a risk. His name is Goatman, and you're going to go ahead and say he has hooves for hands. Yeah, I think he's got cloven hooves for hands. You're on the, you're on the razor's edge there with that guess. Do goats have cloven hooves? Yeah, I of course. Remember. That's why, that's why they uh, are always depicted as friends of the devil and evil. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. and that they're goats and they're creepy anyway. It's true. They got those square pupils. And they're angry. Like, you know, yeah. they, they, they make those, you know, and they come at you. I remember I was out uh, delivering mail out in the sticks. I work as a, a, for the post office. And I was out delivering mail out in this real country part of one of my routes. And I had to bring a package up to the door. And so I get out of my vehicle and I'm walking up. And they're standing at the porch, staring me dead in the eyes 
was this big black goat. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I know that if there's a dog out on the property, mailmen get bit by dogs. I'm not supposed to bring a package there. Am I supposed to be afraid of goats? <laughs> Am I, is this like a good excuse? Or will I look like I'm being like, I'm just trying to get out of work. If I bring this package back and say, Oh, there was a goat there, but I don't regret not bringing that thing up there. Oh, you didn't do it. Goat, no, I was like, no hard pass. <laughs> I thought this story was headed. Oh, then I brought it and it was a fine goat. And you just ran when you saw the goat. <laughs> no, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. No, this isn't worth it. I don't want to get like head butted or stomped on, or it's going to bite me in the butt. Who knows? I kept thinking they spit, but that's donkeys. But I, I, I mean, they look like they can spit as well. That's my scientific, uh, Opinion. Yeah, because the, they got very like a uh, mobile lips when yeah. you picture them chewing. It's like arr, arr, arr. the kind of lips that grab your hand when you give them an apple. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, have you ever fed a giraffe? No, no, I haven't. Have you? Uh, yeah. There's a privately owned zoo near our place. Yeah, those are always a good idea. This one, you could pay a little extra money and you could feed, uh, like, lemurs, uh, craisins, and you could feed a rhino, pellets. Rhinos have real freaky mouths because uh, they do have, like, one sort of prehensile top lip. And if I remember right, the giraffe had a very similar vibe, but it also had a bright blue tongue and eyeballs the size of softballs. Really? Yeah. With, like, these long lashes. Because they can't clean their face because it's all the fucking way away from their body. <laughs> so they have these long lashes to keep shit out of their eyes. It really made the giraffe a beautiful animal. You know what? I, I, I don't want to break things up here, but are you ready for the first goat fact of the day? Oh, yeah! Goat facts. There is a church in Spain where goats are thrown off of a 50-foot-high belfry as part of their annual festival of San Vicente de Martir in honor of St. Vincent. People standing below try to catch the goats using blankets. Some are fortunate and are saved, but most are not that fortunate and die. Oh, that's... those poor goats. They should stop doing that. What a festival. I don't think St. Vincent would approve of that. <laughs> In honor of St. Vincent. As little as I know about St. Vincent, I'm pretty sure he doesn't want you <laughs> sacrificing goats. He is a saint. I mean, you know that much. But let's get on to Goat Man. Are you ready to find out if you were right about, about your, your guessing? Yes, I've got uh, a hamburger, my cat here to keep me company if I get a scared. So hit me. Well, the Goat Man is a humanoid cryptid commonly associated with Maryland, Louisiana, and Texas. Mm. The main mm. heir of the Goatman in Maryland is Governor's Bridge, also known as Crybaby Bridge, due to the death of an infant at the spot. Ah! Yeah, every little thing about this story is creepy and horrible. Like, the Goatman is... <laughs> he scares me. I mean, it's weird stuff all the way through. And it's weird to, like... Death of an infant, crybaby. Yeah. Like, why don't they call it, like, Tragedy Bridge? Or the kid's name, like Little, Dan yeah. little Daniel Bridge. But no, it's Crybaby Bridge. Look at this bridge. stupid baby that died. <laughs> That's why we call it Crybaby Bridge. <laughs> I gotta keep on living, cry me a river. 
Goat man is half goat, half man. Uh, okay. He wields a bloody axe and has a high-pitched squeal and a cachet of goat noises. Okay. Okay. Does he does he speak any speak human language? Uh, I I don't know. Okay. I think it's purely purely goat. He'll be speaking. So if you ran into him, if you ran into me like me. <laughs> 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 and then he'd fucking hit you with an axe. Yeah. That's not the last thing I want to hear. The urban legends of Goatman describe him killing young couples in parked cars, of course, or scouring yeah. neighborhoods to kill family pets. Jeez. Like, not stray animals, family pets. No, he's not going to be killing squirrels. He's not going to be killing a wild uh, dog. He's going to be killing hamburger. Yeah. Oh, buddy. He's checking for tags. He really is horrible. Yeah, he, he's got one of those RF, uh, RIFD, RFID. Is that what it is? Radio frequency, RFID, like detectors. It's like, boop, boop, boop. There's your cat. Well, you went far for that Stab. reference. Don't you dare cut that yeah. one out. I <laughs> uh, we earned it. Don't you dare. Um, there are also tales of Goatman breaking into people's houses and... Guess. Uh, I'm going to say kissing them. Close. Raping them. Oh, God. Many attest that it does not matter if you're a man or woman. He will overtake and rape you nonetheless. What a horrible monster. He kills pets, he hangs out at the dead baby bridge, he rapes you, and he has a bloody axe so far. Jesus, my lord. He's six feet tall, hairy, and walks upright on his hind legs. Okay, okay. And I'm going to say because he's holding an axe, his hands are not cloven hooves. That's right, but his feet may be. They may be. I would think they would be if he's half goat. Yeah, I would say... Unless they're going to say, like, the outer half is man and the inner half is goat. <laughs> that would be weird. What if just his emotions were goat? Like, his insides were goat? That would explain a lot of his uh, priorities. <laughs> it seems to not really be uh, thinking about his duty to society. No, no. But shouldn't he actually be thinking about, like, eating tin cans? I don't see how raping is. It's true. Yeah, and, and he'd probably be more likely to try and rape goats. That's true. That's true. But he this this one's straight going after the humans. Some claim Ugh. he is a relative of the evil New Orleans chupacabra-like cryptid, the Grunch, whose heart is three sizes too small. I wrote that down. <laughs> okay. Just a little, it's a little joke for you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Enough of the Grunch. Give me back to the goat. Right. We're going to go to his origins now. He has yeah. uh, kind of three origin stories. I'll give them to you real quickly. For some... He's a lonely, angry goat herder who went berserk after finding his beloved goats dead due to teens tampering. Have you ever tampered with something and left it de dead? I'm going to be honest. I don't think of tampering as something you do to living things. Tamper <laughs> like Tampering is something you do to like an object. Or like a vote. Uh, yeah, maybe his goats were on a boat. A vote, I said. Oh, yeah. Or maybe his goats were trying to vote. And he thought, let's get these guys out of here. I know, I know who'd be interested in that information. <laughs> to others, Goatman is in the same family as Bigfoot, just a mythical beast or cryptid. In perhaps okay. the most bizarre tale of them all, 
The Goatman is the result of a ghastly experiment at the Beltsville Research Agricultural Center. In this version, a mad scientist is conducting experiments on a goat, but something goes horribly wrong, turning him into a half-man, half-goat beast that is naturally hungry for blood and flesh. And the weird part about that story, the USDA was actually forced to officially deny that. Mm. Well, I'm glad that they did. Yeah. My question that I have, back to the goat herder. So some teens tampered with his goats <laughs> yeah. to death. Right. Tampered them to death, correct. How did he then become half goat? Uh, well, he went berserk, it said. He went so he berserk. Went really, you don't understand the amount of berserk he went. He turned into half goat. I mean... Tamper with my goats, will you? I'm glad I don't get that angry. Maybe I'm just a relaxed kind of guy. <laughs> but it's hard to me being so angry that my body changes into part animal. What if someone tampered with hamburger to death? Oh my god, I would become half hamburger. <laughs> I would become half hamburger and I would I would not rape people. Back to the origins. On the subject, I just thought this was interesting on the subject of specificity. Uh, Dr. Barry Pearson, a folklorist at the University of Maryland, you know, credible guy, mm -hmm. said the stories began surfacing, quote unquote, a long, long time ago. All right, nice and got it. That was his Glad quote. I put a pin in that one. Yeah. I'm glad they quoted him on that. Like, that wouldn't have been my guess. It's a professor at University of Maryland, and they're like, what do you know about the goat man? Been around a long, long, long time. So, you can quote me. <laughs> the earliest sightings date back to, this is when it gets interesting, 520 BCE. What? As the satyrs of Greek mythology. Do you see you were right? Oh, Okay. There's okay. a connection with the... By the way, I thought it was Satyr until I looked it up on the internet, but it's Seder, just like the Jewish holiday. Ah, well, there you go. Yeah. Probably another connection. Die, die, ain't it? Reportedly in 1960... Did you get that reference? Uh, I know that was some sort of Hebrew prayer, but this I'm going to assume associated with the Pesach Seder. There you go. You're all over it. Hey, I, I'm a friend of uh, God's chosen people. <laughs> That's very nice of you. If you have to proclaim it, though. Uh, reportedly in 1962, 14 people, mostly children, were murdered with an axe for getting too close to the goat man. I'm sorry, when did that happen? Yeah, exactly. Not 1730, 1962. Wait. In 14 people got too close... To the goat man, and he killed them for it. What are you surprised about? The, the amount or the fact that he killed them? He's the, yeah, he's the goat that man. That he killed... Were, it was 14 of... Were they all together? No. I, or were these like 14 isolated incidents where people were just getting... He's a serial tamperer, this goat man. So, okay. So in 1962, the Beatles have not yet ruined music. Right. And... <laughs> You are a teen, I'm going to assume, who is not afraid of goat men. And so you go down to Crybaby Bridge and you say, I'm not scared of you, goat men. And then he kills you. And then 13 other people do that. Yeah, I'm assuming they didn't have knowledge of the other people because the 14th has got to be, you know, how stupid is he? 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe like, no, even that. I'm Maybe like four or five people tried it on their own and then the rest came together as a group, like a posse. <laughs> That's wild. Please continue. The first media mention of the Goatman came on October 27, 1971. In the article, writer Karen Hosler mentions the goat man along with the ghosts and something called the boa man that also haunts the woods around Fletchertown Road. The boa man? Yeah, that is a weird tie-in. Like, when you investigate an area and find a goat man and ghosts, I'd be done. I would, I'd, I would think I'd fulfill yeah. my task. But And then the cherry on top, <laughs> the boa man. <laughs> I don't know anything about him. I, I, I didn't want to ruin it in case, in case we wanted to circle the wagons back around and take a shot at him. All right, I'm going to... Let's just say what we both imagine the Boa Man is. <laughs> you start. Okay, he's coiled up with a snake bottom, but like a big anaconda one, and then it turns into a person midway up, and he has three person arms for no reason, and he looks facially like Voldemort. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say snake with arms, not a human body. The arms are just like right off the snake onto part. The snake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Snake head, but with a human face. I like that. And he's wearing a big feather boa. Oh, that's where I was going next with it. That was going to be my next. Yeah, <laughs> we both had that one in the chamber. Yeah, I really, I had the first shout out. It's my fault. That's why I wanted you to go first. I was like, in case he says exactly what I say, I go to Feather Boa. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Two weeks later, Hosler wrote another article with the headline, Resident Sphere Goat Man Lives, Dog Found Decapitated in Old Bowie. The article described the search of a family, the Edwards, for their missing puppy named Ginger. Days later, oh. Ginger was found near Fletchertown Road, dead mm. and headless. Oh. And the skull was found 14 years later. Oh, well, at least they could finally reunite the body and mourn properly. That's what you got from that? You don't think it's creepy that it was just 14 I years I do later. think it's very creepy. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say that we know it's not the Boa Man <laughs> because he would have swallowed the dog whole. Cor correct. Of course. So that, yeah, I, I agree with the police on this one. It was, they, we need to issue an arrest warrant for Goatman. Reporters were able to speak with April Edwards, Ginger's owner, the dog's owner. People came here and called it folklore, and the papers made us out to be ignorant hillbillies who didn't know any better, Edwards said. But what I saw was real, and I know I'm not crazy. Whatever it was, I believe it killed my dog. Okay, so she also saw it. She didn't just find the corpse. She saw the goat man. It seems that way from her uh, recount of the story there. Wherever it was, I believe it killed me. She saw it. What I saw was real. Oh, my goodness. I believe April I would... Edwards. Yeah. I'm, let's stand by April Edwards. You know who I don't like? John I... Edwards. Yeah, he never set my heart on fire. No, he, he tells people weird stuff and tries to make it. And then one out of every five people, it's like someone whose wife died in 9-11. And he's like, oh, I see a bullet. And they're like, and then they just start crying. It's a terrible fucking racket what he does. Yeah. What was that, dog? Did I take you? <laughs> no, I was thinking about when you said John Edwards, I was thinking of there must have been a politician with a name that was similar to that. Oh, he was worse. That John Edwards. 
He yeah. he cheated on his dying cancerous wife, and then went on cancer ridden, suffering from. I I don't think she was cancerous. I think she had cancer. Oh, I'm pretty sure she was cancerous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cancer ridden I think implies a worse condition. Yeah, but I think cancerous implies she's giving someone cancer. Oh, she's not. I thought I that's know. why you know I thought that's why he me. left her. That's my my fault. Because her cancer was contagious. Yes. <laughs> now everyone understands John Edwards. Uh now now at this point, I'd like to tell you that there's no more lore on the goat man. Except no. Yeah. Except oh. he has cousins. What? He has cousins that we can learn more about him from studying them. There's one mm, in Kentucky. Like how they caught the Golden State Killer. Ex- Bingo. Just like Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Thank you for your service, Patton. I shouldn't joke around. You're a widower. He looks like a baby. I hope you're doing well. Doesn't he look like a baby? He, he, he does. He look, you could see him. He, I would cast him as a baby if I needed to cast an adult man as a baby. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the Pope Lick Monster in Kentucky uh, is a okay. human-goat hybrid also. Uh, okay. One of the stories is that it was a circus freak who vowed revenge after being mistreated. Mm, another revenge story. That seems another to be a mistreated, friend. marginalized member of society. Oh, you just wait. Another version claims that the monster is really the twisted reincarnation of a farmer who sacrificed goats in exchange for satanic powers. <laughs> okay, we. Oh, that's fu- that's laughable. The. Uh, <laughs> What I like about that is, like, I guess now that would mean he's living his dream. <laughs> like, yes, and now I'm Goatman. Yes. I wonder if that's what he was asking for. Jesus. Now I've got ultimate power, and here's what I'm gonna do with it. I'm gonna kill pets. Can you add? Some, I'm gonna. Can you add some bleeding? Can you add some bleeding to that voice? Some bleeding? With a T. Oh, bleating. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yes! <laughs> now I can go and kill all your pets! Hamburger! Time to sexually assault! <laughs> um, <laughs> according to some accounts, the Pope Lick Monster, the relative, uh, uses mm-hmm. hypnosis and voice mimicry to lure trespassers onto the trestle to meet their death before an oncoming train. That's kind of cool. I like the voice mimicry thing a lot. That's really creepy. That that I could see that being really good in a horror movie. Oh yeah. Like, Sharon, why don't you come on up here? I, I, you look so pretty in the moonlight. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, is that you? Oh my goodness. Yes, just step out onto the trestle, Karen. <laughs> okay. Yet other legends tell that the Pope Lick monster attacks its victims with a blood-stained axe, and the very sight of the mm. creature is so unsettling that you will just throw yourself in front of a train. Fuck. Yeah, I it must be really unsettling. It must be like that snake with the man face. Yeah, I am really glad that I am not throwing myself in front of a train. <laughs> I bet getting hit by a train is awful. I bet it's quick. I mean, I hope so. Oh my god. Did you ever... 
watch the show Homicide a year on the killing or life on the killing streets no I have not it's really good and it's based on the David Simon book uh, Homicide a year on the killing streets Andre Brower's in it he's fantastic one of the best TV performances and it's uh, David Simon the guy who was like behind the wire yeah I know David Simon yeah he's awesome yeah in season 5 if I remember right there was an episode Vincent D'Onofrio was the guest star and he played a guy that got trapped between a subway car and a subway platform and was slowly being crushed to death as they tried to figure out how to free him over the course of like five hours and that was the entire episode just like him wedged between a train and a platform being like I, I tell my wife I love her like just for like the 48 I wrote, I wrote notes in my pocket <laughs> well we're pretty sure most of his organs are liquefied uh, but we don't we need someone to tell him that he's not gonna make it now cousin number two uh, uh, mm-hmm. very quickly is the Lake Worth monster in Texas a half okay. man half goat with fur and scales apparently Ooh. Um, the alleged sightings uh, describe the monster landing on a man's car after jumping out of a tree and another in which it threw an automobile tire at a group of people which is that's menacing yeah I mean I'd definitely be like god that guy's not fucking around and especially to like hurl a tire you gotta be pretty strong yeah that's chimpanzee strength right there yeah that is something like okay this guy's angry and impressively strong it's like i have a tire hey fuck you (laughs) have a good year Now, genius, genius cryptozoologist blogger Craig Woolheater said he believes this Lake Worth monster is a quote-unquote undiscovered, uncatalogued primate species that walks on two legs. Okay. Another genius. So, according to him, all of these goatmen could be just uh, a different breed of a skunk ape. Or of ape in in general it's i think they're just saying yeah, it's a or, primate or sasquatch it might be a type or of sasquatch hu- or human <laughs> we're apes. or it might be a type of abominable snowman a yeti that's right it might be a type of yeti <laughs> it might even be a type of bigfoot now there's one more cousin uh the old alton bridge is its home in texas the goat man another bridge, bridge. Huh? Another bridge. Mm. That's a common strand. You're all over that. You're right. This one's sad. Okay. This one's like a Candyman one. Legend tells of a black goat farmer named Oscar Washburn who moved his family just north of the bridge. He was a dependable and honest businessman, and North Texans endearingly began to call him the Goat Man. But the success of a black man was still unwelcome to many, and Klansmen in the local government turned to violence after he displayed a sign on Alton Bridge saying, This way to the Goat Man's. That was the final straw, I suppose, for Clans. In August 1938, mm. Klansmen crossed the bridge and kidnapped Washburn from his family. They hung him over the side of the bridge, threw him over. They looked down to see if he had died, and the noose was empty. Mm. In a panic, they returned to his family home and slaughtered his wife and children. 
Oh my God. Locals warn if you cross the bridge at night without headlights, you'll be met on the other side by the goat man. You know what? I'm rooting for the goat man on this one. You fuck him up, goat man. Yeah. And, I mean, you have every right to be pissed. Yeah, you. if you drive across that river, uh, that bridge with your lights off, fuck you. Goat man's going to get you. And he has every right to do it. Yeah, he was a dependable and honest businessman. Yeah, and this is how his community treats him. Just terrible. It really is. We 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 could go into it more, but it's really not a funny. <laughs> no, no. Let's let let's talk more about racism in America. Yeah, yeah. That's that's perfect for our supernatural joke podcast. <laughs> Well, as you must have figured out, um, there is a connection with satyrs. Um, mm-hmm. Not the holiday dinner, of course. No. Um, a satyr is a male nature spirit with ears and tails resembling those of a goat. And they are comically hideous. They have mane-like hair, bestial faces, snub noses, and are always shown naked. You know what that reminds me of when I was, when I was reading that? What's that? How Mel Gibson portrayed Jews in Passion of the Christ a little bit. Yeah, I would not be surprised if satyrs were just like the mythological equivalent of like foreigners. Yeah, just yeah. like that's what that's what other people are like. They're barbarians. <laughs> They're always horny. They're all hairy and gross. That is that's kind like, of a good point that they could be a, a symbol for the other because the other is always scary and it always rapes. You know, your it's going to take yeah. our women. You know, is that's that's always a main a main component. Yeah, and you know, I think I think. We might be onto something with that. Well, satyrs were characterized by their ribaldry, as well as a mm-hmm. permanent, exaggerated erection. Okay. Well, that that sounds crazy, but can it fuck? That sounds crazy, but can it fuck? Shibble, this thing fucks and fucks and fucks. It won't stop fucking. It's a machine. One of the first things you told me about it is that it is a rapist. Uh, so I'm going to assume that it can fuck. I mean, although a lot of rapists can't, maybe it's frust. Maybe it's a frustrated, impotent satyr. Maybe that's explains the whole thing. It could, or it could be raping men and women, as it said earlier. And, um, (laughs) with a permanent exaggerated erection. (laughs) What I'm saying is maybe it can't come. (laughs) They are sometimes shown masturbating or engaging in bestiality. Wait. Wait, they're they're goats. Yeah, but maybe they're fucking like a bear. But it's always bestiality if they're involved in the fucking. I mean, not if they're fucking another uh, uh, satyr. For me, bestiality is another term for interspecies sex. But that is interspecies sex, him raping a woman. Yeah, I would say that that's also bestiality. If a satyr was to have sex with another satyr, I would say that's not bestiality. No, no, I, I agree. But anything else it has sex with. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's that's also why in movies I don't like it when humans have sex with aliens. Does that happen often? In some science fiction movies. <laughs> or like, uh, or if someone has sex with a robot, you're not having sex with a robot, you're masturbating. That's a masturbatory aid. Oh, that's true. That's a walking, talking fleshlight. <laughs> it depends how, how, how advanced the AI is, in my, in my opinion. 
I mean, a lot of people hold that opinion. I'm going to say no to robots. You ready for a goat fact? Goat fact. Scientists figured out that goats have accents. Goats can change their accents when they move to a different group or if they grow up. This makes them the fourth mammal to be able to pick up accents after dolphins, elephants, and of course, humans. <laughs> wow. That makes me want to watch... Okay, if I had known about this in advance, <laughs> what I would do right now is I would play you recordings of goats from around the world and ask you where you thought they were from. <laughs> oh, if I pull it up, will you be able to hear it? Oh, I don't know. Let's If we can run back to this idea, I, I feel like I... You know what? We'll come back. Yeah. You want one, one Still. you want one more goat fact before we get back on track? Goat fact. Sure do. In Lajitas, a border town in Texas, three generations of goats were selected as mayor of the town. The first one was a goat named Clay Henry, <laughs> who became mayor in the 1980s. The <laughs> the 80s. It says that. The position was then taken by Clay Henry's son. And keep in mind, Clay Henry's son is also a goat uh, named Clay Henry Jr. And then it was his okay. grandson, Clay Henry III. Well, Clay Henry had a habit of drinking 40 beers a day. <laughs> the final mayor, Clay Henry III, was not really a fortunate fellow and had to face an attack from a local man named Jim Bob Hargrove. Har that can't be right. Jim Bob Hargrove. Hargrove is literally... <laughs> He was pissed off because the mayor goat got to drink beer while the sale of alcohol was absolutely prohibited in the town. He castrated the goat mayor. Fuck. That is... And I thought lock her up was extreme. That is a strong <laughs> stance to take against your political opponent. Really? You're not supposed to lock up your political opponents. That's anti-democratic. Yeah, yeah, but you're also not supposed to castrate them. Yeah, usually that's not much of an option. <laughs> also, I just want to say, can you imagine how shitty the police department in the town must be? <laughs> like, they must be able to get away with fucking anything. The people in that town don't give a shit about anybody. <laughs> I would. This does not sound like a good place to be a minority. No, no, definitely not. I would definitely be like, if I, if I was a minority in that town and I saw that a goat was mayor, <laughs> I would definitely be running... Like, how about me then? How about just a person who can try and make things better, you idiots? Shibble, what do you think so far of the Goat Man and in his many characteristics? Well, I'm gonna throw this theory out there. I think the reason he it might be a satyr that is a serial killer because he is sexually frustrated. Or, or or he can't finish, and he's like, maybe he has a dysfunction, like a Jack the Ripper kind of thing. Yeah, maybe he imprinted on violence when he was, you know, uh, sexually impressionable, and now he can't orgasm unless he's killing someone with his axe. He started out with pets and worked his way up to people. What's wrong, goat man? You can't finish. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just need to get my axe <laughs> that's him in college 
Goatman, you're the coolest. Can I wear your varsity jacket? You got it. <laughs> There's also erotica. He was a kicker. <laughs> there was erotica also that supports our theory that the goat man fucks. Uh, the first mm-hmm. is The Goat Man Cometh, a cryptid horror erotica by the famed writer Foxy Smolder. Um, Perfect. That's a real name. And the goat man is known and feared across America for his eerie ability to change shape and mimic voices. He isn't as notorious for his passionate animal lovemaking, but after Anna's trip off the beaten path, that might be about to change. <laughs> the goat man coming. Also, okay. on Pornhub, there's a thing called Tanya and the goat man gang, and it's like 3D renderings, but they're having sex, and it's ah. really graphic, and it's a goat. That's that's rough. That's I can't imagine. I'm gonna say I've enjoyed some weird porno in my life. Like what? I'm not gonna get into details, but I'll admit that I've watched some weird porno. Name one, just like what's a weird one? No, but I will say <laughs> that I've never jacked off to that. To what? That what? And to. A computer rendering of a woman fucking the goat man. Okay, so how many shacks do you think it would take to defeat goat man? Fight. <laughs> Let's say Goatman is coming to sexually assault Shaq, but what he doesn't know is that there's more than one Shaq there waiting for him. How many do you think it takes? Um, Keep in mind, Goatman has an axe. Okay, he has an axe. I, what I like to do when we do the creative fight card is to think of his strengths and weaknesses. Mm. Uh, first of all, we just heard he can mimic voices. That'll be helpful. Uh, mm. Goat's kick, right? It's me, one of the other shacks. <laughs> Wait, is it? Are you really one of the other shacks? Yeah, I'm one of the other shacks. I'm in the, the living room. What's your middle name, then? Oh. It's the Goat Man. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, weirdest... His last name is Neil. The Goat Man thought his last name was Neil. <laughs> I think I think I remember that Shaquille O'Neal. I don't know why I know this, uh, but I think his middle name is Rashawn, which means warrior. Oh, that's a nice name. It means warrior, I think, or something like that. Yeah, that's suitable. So, except I guess he never played for the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> no, uh, mimicking voices. Uh, goats kick right, so I figure kicking. Uh, yeah, uh, bloody axe. Mm-hmm. Physically powerful. Strong enough to throw a tire. Can throw a tire. Physically powerful. Angry and ancient, if it's a satyr. And total mm-hmm. rapist are the strengths. Uh, weaknesses yeah. are it's undersized for a monster at six feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, delicious tin cans are another weakness. And yeah. uh, bitter herbs. Oh, it has a weakness for bitter herbs. That's a satyr joke. I, I couldn't help it. I'm oh, so uh, sorry. I, I just I did it purely for my own entertainment, and I shouldn't. I that was selfish. No, that that was good. I get it now. I get it. You got me. That was and I get it. That was very selfish of me. Uh, so let's get I, to it. Because I was instantly thinking, like, oh, that's part of the folklore. He didn't tell me about. 
that it it, it is repelled by the scent of bitter herbs. Not bitter herbs! <laughs> My one weakness. I can't finish. Um, so tell me, Shivel, given this about the goat man, you tell me yeah. how many prime Shaquille O'Neal's it takes to fend off a rape from the goat man. I'm going to say three. Whoa. I'm going to say... I Because... I think the axe is going to be a good advantage. Yeah. I'm going to say he's going to get the first one with an axe. The problem with the axe, though, it's stuck. is yeah, it either gets stuck and it just it's slow to turn around. If you miss, you're going to like topple over. Uh, it, it just the with the follow through. It it's you know it's like swinging a baseball bat. So he's going to be off kilter. That's when the other two shacks can get him. Right. And maybe one other shack can do it, but I'm assuming that these shacks are unarmed, so one of them is going to probably try and have to wrestle that axe, and maybe the other one can hold him while the other one uses the axe. I'm thinking the first one wrestles him for the axe. Why does he necessarily get hit with it? Uh, I, I was imagining in this scenario that the goat man is going to have the element of surprise because it was the goat man coming after the Okay, shacks. okay, all right. All right, so he gets the first one, and why would you you think it takes two to take down a goat man unarmed? Uh, I think so because I think you're gonna want one of them to focus on getting the axe, and the other one running restraining him. I think it only takes two because he does have that he does have that gorilla strength, and once they're getting in close, that gorilla strength you don't want to sell that. Yeah, because Shaq doesn't have gorilla strength. Are you kidding me? No, uh, no, no, that's racist. Is it? Shaq has human strength. No, he doesn't. He has, su- okay. he has superhuman strength. He has suprahuman You're strength. You're right. That is, that is technically correct. All right. So you take, you say three shacks. I say two. Um, okay. How about this? Two and a half shacks. We'll split the split difference. Split the difference. I gotcha. Uh, Goatman. Just a half a shack is there. So that's going to be like. Uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Two shacks and Kevin Hart. <laughs> okay. How about Goatman versus five Proud Boys? Oof, Goatman. Have you have you seen that video of one Proud Boy trying to tear a sign in half? <laughs> no. What happens? He's unsuccessful? <laughs> yeah, there was like some march like right after the uh, uh, election... Trump's first election, hopefully last, one of the women's march, and the Proud Boys show up as a counter protest, and they picked up a sign off the ground, and it's this guy just like wrestling with it for like thirty <laughs> seconds. I mean, like, this is what I think about women's rights. <laughs> I can, it's hard. Put your back <laughs> into it. <laughs> Sorry. So then he ends up just like folding it and like. Putting it on the ground. Stomping on it. Yeah. Gotcha. Score one for men. How about Goatman versus Dr. Phil with a Morningstar? Okay. Okay, so they both have weapons. So that's a fresh take on this. I mean, the Proud Boys might have had, like, cardboard shields with white nationalists. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think those would have done I didn't realize they were cardboard. Uh, They look so much more intimidating than that. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so 
let's say Dr. Phil's got his morning star. Dr. Phil's getting up there. Are we talking prime Phil or Phil no, now, today? Now, now, mm, now, I think the morning star, it's a tougher weapon to wield than you think. I think it could get away from him. And I think Goatman is just too seasoned to kill her. I agree with you. I think they're both one-shot weapons. The first time you land with either one, it's going to be over. And I think the Goatman mm. is just quicker, and I think he's a killer, you know? And he's, he's got more experience with, with his weapon. Now, next... Let me just say really quick, can I talk about Dr. Phil for yeah, a second? Yeah, of course. Please. Is he, he is a doctor, right? Yes, if I, I believe so. As far as I know, if someone told me tomorrow, you know, Dr. Phil's not even a doctor, I'd be like, oh, really? But I wouldn't be, you know... <laughs> Right he's now, not. I'm assuming he's a doctor. <laughs> yeah. So he wrote me a prescription. <laughs> uh, so I've watched uh, Dr. Phil a little bit in college. It's a pretty fun show. And what's satisfying about Dr. Phil is that I don't think he's a good therapist, but I think he's a good truth teller in that he had a woman on his show who was. 700 pounds <laughs> and he said you know listen what happened how did this happen how did how did you get like this and the woman says uh, well I was laid up on bed rest for a while uh you know, I used to be much smaller, but then I was on this bed rest after I got bit by a spider. <laughs> and Dr. Phil says, whoa, 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 whoa. Now I'm going to stop you right there. Because nobody catches 700 pounds from a spider bite. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, oh my God. He really... He cut right through it. He, I could never say that to another person. And it's like a wish fulfillment to be able to talk to people like that. I couldn't. I wouldn't want to say that. I would feel terrible saying that. No, no ne- not that I would want to say it, but like that part of you that wants to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to say it. There's just a part of you that wants to say it. Yeah, yeah. I like, like you how wouldn't I, actually I like, do it. I like you how know I, that go, it's I don't wrong. want to do it. And you go, I don't want to either. There's just a part of me that really wants to. Yeah. Like part of it like you see people who have something that they think is a problem and you just want to say why are you doing this just stop all it takes is for you to stop doing this and it's not true but it feels so true and you want to say it so bad it does feel true I wanted to let that resonate (laughs) I was letting that resonate uh, I have another couple for you if you want to try them. Yeah, yeah, hit me. Who else we got? Goatman versus the Hardy Boys, Biff, Chet, Callie, and Frank Hardy in the Jalopy. Okay. The full Hardy Boy crew. With the girlfriends. Callie's With there. With their girlfriends. Oh, yeah. And, and, and their chums, Biff and Chet. Oh, my God. And Biff and Chet are there? The chums, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they've got this. They've got this. I, Hardy Boys and the gang all the way. Okay, how about Goatman versus Taylor Rain, um, 
plus blasts of anal cocaine and ecstasy in an epic fuck off. Um, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say Taylor Rain. Not familiar with their work. You don't know. His, you don't know Taylor Rain. No, I don't know Taylor Rain. I. I don't love, I mean, I like porn a lot, but I don't like love porn. I don't know too much about porn stars, but there's one that I don't think does it anymore, but she was like Beethoven. It was like watching Beethoven with a, with a penis. Well, it, I mean, you know, instead of a yeah. pen, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, it I was, know where you're going. It was otherworldly, and I saw her in a video talking about taking cocaine anally, and, and that, that brought it up. I was like, who, who would win in a fuck-off, Goatman or Taylor Rain? Uh yeah, I'm gonna go Taylor Rain because I feel like Goatman would be overwhelmed by his need to murder his sexual partners. Yes, that's and an I excellent think that point. would end up inhibiting his uh, uh fuck off. Last one. I think the judges would take away points on that one. You can edit that out if you want. Last one, Goatman versus Fedor Emelianenko. Ooh, Fedor, boy. That guy, he's tough. Have you learned anything else about him? <laughs> Not a thing. <laughs> I know that he's he's a bad man. And so I like better the image that I have of him in, in my brain. Uh, like he's surprisingly squat. He is. Uh, no, no, no. He, that's funny. That's incredible. He uh, looks kind of overweight almost at heavyweight. <laughs> And mm -hmm. um, people always mention that. He didn't have a great physique, but he was the greatest fighter, you know? Interesting he picked up on that. Can we say Goatman? I think he could take the Goatman without the axe. Okay, the answer I... is Fedor by whatever he wants, as always. But nice try, Chips. Uh, okay. I'll, well, listen. I know that Fedor could take him, but a humble guy like me, this is just too scary. You gotta let me know, Ethan. Is the goat man real? Is anything real, Shibble? Yes. Yes, that's true. Many things are. Uh, there, I'm almost everything I'm looking at right now is real. <laughs> well, how do you? You don't know that. I mean, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say everything I'm looking at right now is real. <laughs> I can't finish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this goat man. <laughs> this terrible man. Is he real? Is it real? Many think the legend of the goat man was influenced by car culture in the 60s and 70s, which gave teens mm. the freedom to discover the world around them. And also in school at, the, at that time, students at those particular schools were learning about Greek culture and the half man, mm. half, god, half goat god Pan in school. And certainly the mm. newspaper accounts played a big part in uh, popularizing the goat man. Then you have the general bias toward goats, you know, like witches' familiars, like, like come here, mm -hmm. Black Philip, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Bored teenagers keep the legend alive by repeating the story, and no record of any actual goat man attacks exist, except for the dog beheading. Okay. And what about uh, the uh, 14 people that got too close in 1962? Yeah, I'm not going to say it didn't happen, but there's no one stepping forward either to say that it did. <laughs> okay, there's no one who's like, that was my best friend. And, and my 13 other, other best, best friends. friends. <laughs>
I tried to warn all of them individually on the way to the crybaby bridge. And they all said, nah, I got this one, Donnie. And I said, come on, man. Come on. I'm still picturing the goat man mimicking voices. Uh, Karen, Karen, it's me. Come up to Crybaby Bridge. Come to Crybaby Bridge, Karen. Donnie? Is it really you? I'll be right there. Yes, come to Crybaby Bridge alone. <laughs> I'm sorry, the goat man really gets me. He's, he's, he's kind of funny until he starts raping people. Yeah, that was one of the things that I was, as I was doing this, I was like, I, I don't like to bring up rape because it's, I, I mean, like rape can, you can, yes, you can make a funny rape joke here and there and it's appropriate sometimes, but really it's not funny and there's not a great deal of, of accurate places to put it. And this has mm. rape all over it. This this yeah. guy is straight rape. I, I mean, I toned it down. The raping. Yeah. Oh, I I believe it. Looks like we're getting the red light from Uncle Monster. Uh, oh, do you want um a couple goat facts? Goat facts. <laughs> Hit me with your goat facts. <laughs> Ready? Yep. In Afghanistan, the national sport is buskashi, which in English translates into goat grabbing. Men riding on horses compete against each other to grab a goat carcass, uh, the carcass is without a head, and carry it to the scoring area. Whoever manages to do that wins the game. Unfortunately, too much grabbing and pulling can cause the carcass to disintegrate. Wow. That, that sounds fun. That sounds like a, I could see that being a fun game to oh, watch. Oh, You would never grab a goat carcass. No, no, I wouldn't play it. But And if you replace it with something like a ball <laughs> yeah and then, then just then having... no but they they aren't using sticks to hit a ball into uh, a goal they're just trying to carry it and like grab it from each other so it'd have to be like a ball that's like a yard wide and has a bunch of handles on it, it so when you really ride by you can like snatch it you could play the same game with anything and they chose a gar- goat carcass really it could have just been a blanket yeah it's true but I guess, did you know that goat's the most popular protein in the world? Goat facts. It's the most consumed meat per capita. You're amazing. You knew that. That yeah. came right off my list. Uh, and there's a taco joint uh, here in Wichita called uh, Gordita's Express. Shout out to Gordita's Express. Not a sponsor. Uh, and they have these really good goat meat tacos that are like the meat is just so buttery soft and it's so gamey and good it's like been braised all day <laughs> get that goat fellas i could listen to you talk about goat forever uh you want one more goat fat to put in goat fat. yeah <laughs> it is being it is being said i didn't write that i, I must have copied and pasted that it is being it is being said that goats were responsible for discovering coffee. According to popular <laughs> belief, an Ethiopian goat herder found... I guess I did the wrong accent. Uh, no, it no, it's fine. It is being said. said. <laughs> no, no. I found the goat displaying energetic and active behavior after browsing from a specific bush. We decided to, we decided to try it and felt the same uplifting effect, and that's how coffee was discovered. 
That was actually, I feel, I don't know if that was a good, I feel like that was good. I'm telling you it wasn't even offensive because it was, it was pretty close to like Uganda. Okay, I'll, you know what? We'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes over. <laughs> yeah, uh, if we get in trouble, we're all so sorry. <laughs> I'm recruiting goat children for my army. <laughs> That's the real issue that we're here to talk about <laughs> yeah, today. Really. Child soldiers. We should do child soldiers <laughs> one week. Uh. And how, like, they think uh, a T-shirt with a picture of Tupac on it will make them bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. And how they give themselves, like, awesome names. And they also eat human flesh before going into war. I'm talking about, like, the warlords of Liberia, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, those poor kids. Oh, my God. Those poor warlords have to look after all those kids. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like we're getting the red light from (laughs) Uncle Monster. I think it, I think I see it too now. <laughs> uh, my name is Chris Anderson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chris the Friend. I don't have uh, any social media really, so if you want to say hi, send something to Chris the Friend and say hi. I'd love it. He's Ethan Soretsky. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Until then, don't, don't get, get spooked. spooked.